morning, everybody. Ta-da! Here we are again. It is now almost August. Can you believe it? Um, it is July 20, what, 9th? Uh, I have to think. Jesus Christ. Um, and this is episode five of the Swag Sun podcast. Uh, maybe you're listening to this in the pod podcast or in the pod, wherever you listen to podcasts, um, or maybe you're actually watching it on YouTube. I am recording this uh, and putting it up on YouTube, and it's actually going to be used for a future project. So since I was going to record it and work with this material, um, I figured I can as well just post it, right? <clears throat> what I'm working on, um, the project is going to be uh, later on in the fall, you will figure out what I use this for. But it's um, that's why uh, you can just sit and watch me sit here by myself in my office doing nothing. I've even thrown out the dogs. Uh, when I record this, it's Tuesday. So it's two days prior. It's broadcasted. And it is 6.42 a.m. It's early in the morning. I am a morning person. Um, but that's also the time when I get stuff done and the temperatures are nice at this time on the morning. Uh, I can have the dogs out because it's end of July and here in Texas, that is the hottest time of the year. Um, this will be the third day we have temperatures over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Yesterday was the highest of 101. Um, I have to look at my little sheet sheet here. Uh, that is 38.3 Celsius for all of y'all in, in Sweden. So it's hot. And this is not even as hot as it can get. Um, I know a couple of years ago we had 30 plus days over 110 degrees. It was over 40 degrees Celsius for over 30 days. It was miserable. I don't really remember on top of my head what year it was. Um, but yeah, so so just the fact that it's quote unquote only 101, um, it's hot and you need to drink a lot of water. And now y'all on um, that listening to this, uh, you'll have to go to the blog and look at what I'm showing right now, because I'm showing my mug that I have my water in, because it's kind of cool. It says sweet in Texas on it, and it looks like the Swedish flag, and it has some music notes on. A friend of mine made this a couple of years ago uh, to me. I thought it's so cool. So I figured I'll show you, um, and I can put a link to her um, her page for all of y'all that lives here. I don't know if she ships internationally, um, but I bet we can figure something out if if you want to have something similar. She won't do one that looks exactly like this, but it's sparkly and really cool. I love it. Um, she's actually my hairdresser that does this on the side. That's kind of cool too, I think. Um, but yeah, uh, water is or something uh, fluidly, uh, not a soda or tea. Here in U.S., about that, here in U.S., uh, we drink a lot of tea. It is a Southern thing, I guess. Um, but sweet tea, if you don't drink sweet tea like me, you're weird. I drink unsweet tea. A couple of years ago, I think my body just had enough of sweet stuff. So I stopped drinking sweet tea. I went over to unsweet tea. And I have not had a soda for 10 years. The sugar is different in the sodas here. Um, we use real sugar in 
Sweden and Europe, while here they have some cane sugar, well, blech, nasty shit. So when I came over here 10 years ago, I didn't like the sodas anymore. Uh, so I stopped drinking it. It wasn't anything I said like, I am not going to be to drink sodas, I'm going to be the healthy route. No, not at all. I just did not like the sodas here and have not had a soda since, I think I'd lived here for a year, maybe two. So I haven't had a soda for 10 plus years. How about that? Uh, kind of weird. So I, I go with my water. Um, I do drink unsweet tea, but not as much. Um, milk and juice. That's it. Boring. No, that's true. I don't even drink coffee. And I work EMS and I'm Swedish. I know it's weird because every Swede drinks coffee except me. So that's how it is. In the same time, um, you may have seen online that I have uh, upped the logo a little bit as we have expanded in our social media uh, channels. Um, last week we had we added on this YouTube channel, and this week we've actually added on a Twitter account. I'm not really a Twitterer. Can you say that Twitterer? whatever you say. Not really fun on Twitter, but um, I figured it's a good way of anyway be there. Presence doesn't hurt and you can automize a lot of things with Twitter. So I figured why not? So we've added a Twitter account and if I want to encourage you, if you haven't checked out uh, our social media accounts, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, um, do so. You can find it at Swix and podcast is the handle. Um, we have some fun stuff going on there and a lot of stuff is coming as well. It's, I have so many ideas for this fall and we were supposed to do something this week and it didn't really happen as we wanted to. So, um, but it will be. Um, so like us and um, follow us on our social media profiles. I would greatly appreciate it. And I think you won't uh, what I miss, what we have coming up. So it is the Olympic Games going on, right? We can't not talk about it. And we cannot talk about the women's soccer. Like we, we start with the fun stuff first. Like, so this men team wasn't even qualified to the Olympics. Just that was mind blowing, but that happened. So now since Sweden is a big soccer country, we rely on our women. And how are they on fire? Uh, first of all, they beat US. Um, and over here in US, I'll tell you, there was nobody that didn't know I was Swedish suddenly. Everybody knew soccer and everybody came to me and said, is Sweden really that good of a team? And I was like, of course, our women are on fire. For goodness sake, you didn't know that? And they're like, well, that's just a lucky game. I was like, maybe it's US that's not really playing well. Or Sweden is at least better because they beat them with what, 4-0? It, it was really like they they mauled them. And on the news, they're still talking about it. So the Swedish women really did something awesome there. Um, but after that, they have also won over Australia and even since this is now Tuesday, overnight until today, they also beat New Zealand. So uh, the Swedish soccer women, whoa, watch out. 
I see a medal coming uh, of any kind. Those ladies are amazing, amazing. Good job. Um, we'll keep on uh, letting you know how it goes for them. Um, that's, but when we come to medals, um, of course, as a recording of this episode, um, Sweden has no medals. Okay. Let's, we, we're kind of, um, jumping on the train with our neighbor, Norway, who surprisingly had a, uh, gold medal in triathlon, triathlon. God, I can't say that correctly. Um, it was um, Christian Blumenfeld who won over a Brit that was expected to win, but uh, Christian just knocked it out of the ballpark and everybody was surprised and so was he. Um, but huge congratulations to, to uh, Norway for having a gold medal so far in the Olympic games. As of the US, um, they're not disappointing uh, so far. I think it's 22 medals. Um, and at the time you hear this broadcast or see this broadcast, it's probably going to be even more medals. Um, but yeah, as of right now, nine goals, five silver, and I think it's eight uh, bronze. So what do you say? Uh, US came there with a 600 plus troop. Um, Sweden came there with 160 or whatever it was. I can't even remember. I should remember. I've written it down like 10 times, uh, but I don't. So it's it's the difference of the size of, of the uh, troops are just enormous. But US is also a way bigger country. So have that in mind. Um, the oldest, I thought this was kind of fun because I'm an equestrian. I love to watch everything that has to do with horses. So um, the oldest athlete is actually an equestrian. And I was looking at dressage here the other day, and that's how this came up on my mind. Um, she's from Australia. Uh, her name is Mary Hannah, and she's 66 years old. That's kind of amazing. Uh, she, I believe she's, this is her second or third Olympic Games she's doing. But it proves a point that equestrian is a sport there. You cannot be too old to, to compete and to show. And it gave me a little bit of inspiration that whew, maybe I can look into the Olympics one day. Maybe I should get back on a horse too. Ha -ha. Um, but isn't that kind of amazing that a person of that age is still going strong? It's all about how the material of your horse you, you develop and you get uh, in the partnership between the animal and you and the Olympics is ageless in that sense. And the youngest uh, athlete is actually a table tennis player from Syria, um, Hend Zaza. I don't know if I pronounce that name right. I'm not good at Syrian names, uh, but she's 12 years old. And that made me think a little bit like, why do we let 12 year old girls play in the Olympics. And the reason I the reason I question it is because there is a heck of a lot of pressure on these athletes. Think about the mental pressure you put on a 12-year-old from Syria. It's a whole country that is watching her as 12 years old. Who 
And I thought there was some age limitation, so I had to dig some in this. And it turns out actually each country sets an age limit um, for each sport. And evidently Syria doesn't have an age limit. So we have a 12 year old. We have more. We, I think we have two or three 12 year old because we have five athletes under the age of 15 in the Olympic games. That's insane. That's just crazy. Um, personally, I think that let the kids be kids and and have them participate at the age of 18. At least they are able to get some mental pressure because I, I'm just thinking about the kids themselves. Think about just the pressure that they're pushing pushed through. I feel for them, but I hope they're doing well. I hope they have a great time. Um, and they get some some really good mental help because I think it's that pressure is rough, really, really rough for them. Um, but it's kind of interesting. Um, and I cannot not talk about the opening ceremony. Woo! Tokyo, you nailed it. Um, I don't really know what I personally expected. But they went far above and beyond my expectations for an opening ceremony. Um, if you haven't watched it, I bet it's out on YouTube somewhere. Watch it because it's uh, it's awesome. Um, but we cannot not talk about the Swedish uniforms. Like, who came up with those? I I'm just wondering because that was some of the ugliest things I've ever seen in my life. Um, first of all, it's yellow and green. Um, Sweden is yellow and blue, uh, not yellow and green. And not only that, the yellow that they had are two different yellow and the green that's supposed to be blue are two different kind of blues or greens, I want to call them. Um, no, we are yellow and we are blue. And there are a specific color code of the correct yellow and blue. And I checked this up already when I started Swags and Podcast because the colors in my logo are actually the correct web colors and the correct colors that is the Swedish flag. So I can give you the the hex colors for it if you want to, because I, I even have them written up on a post-it here. So every time I create a graphic, I use the right, the right colors. Um, for me, that's important. So why in an opening ceremony would you go away from the blue? Yes, if you mix yellow and blue, it will become green. Is that what happened? That it's a mix match? I don't know, but... First, when I saw a picture of their their uniform, I thought it was Australia's. I'm like, okay, that's a what? That's Sweden. I honestly, to God, thought that was Australia's uniform. And not only that, the pants are too short. Is that supposed to be fashion? Because it looked ridiculous and then i don't know about those shoes if it was crocs or if it was some kind of sailing shoes or whatever it was it 
I've had a blast reading the comments online about these uniforms and it's been like, yeah, this is the bananas in pajamas, you know, the kids uh, show that's who's coming here. Uh, they're healthcare workers um, on their way to work. Um, all these weird comments that they thought. <laughs> Sweden is not happy about it. And whoever came up with this um, idea of doing it, don't use them for next time. Because the rest of the uniforms that they are using when they're competing is really nice. It's yellow and blue. And if you've seen the women's uh, soccer game, uh, you've seen in the first two games, they were like bright yellow. You couldn't miss them. That was awesome. In the game against New Zealand here yesterday, they had it opposite. So it was blue with the bright yellow numbers. Also very beautiful. You could do a lot of things with yellow and blue. Um, but yeah, that opening ceremony. And, and then if you look at US, um, of course, Ralph Lauren is um, sponsoring that in one way or the other. And they are, they've done the, the fashion for the opening ceremony and the, the uniforms for many, many years. But it comes out classical, stylish, good looking, well-fitting, you name it. Sure, I've heard comments or I've read comments online where it says it looks like they're going on a beach party to Newport. Guys, look at the Swedish uniforms. It's embarrassing. You should be proud. I'm just saying that, right? What's your opinion? Uh, write in the comments either here on YouTube or in the podcast or any of our social media. Uh, what do you think about the Swedish uh, opening ceremony uniform? Um, yeah, that is, that is my personal opinion. And I know that there is a lot of other people that has the same opinion about it. So here we are. None of us can really go to Tokyo and Japan. Um, I put out earlier this week, a guessing how many medals do you think each country will get? Now we have a couple of days in the game and us already had 22 but join me in guessing because we still have a couple of weeks and multiple medals left to do um join me in guessing how many medals do you think us and sweden will get um totally uh it'll be interesting we haven't even started track and field yet and i believe that us is just gonna knock it out of the ballpark um we do have some swedish athletes but seriously the cultural we have here in U.S. with college and university sports, there's nothing. So in Sweden, for example, any kind of sports activity you want to do, it's not connected to the school. Here we have it connected to the school, both to high school and to college and university. While in Sweden, you do that all on your own. You really don't have anything to do with uh, school at all. Um, you do that after school and that's it. And you choose what you want to do. Um, and it's up to your parents to get you to the activity you need on whatever day it is. Um, school is not involved at all. So I think that's one of the reasons why U.S. is way further than us. Sweden is, um, for example, just... Because not that Sweden specifically is a 
less good country. It's just the cultural thing about how to do the sports activities. Uh, there's more pressure and it's more individual. Um, what should I say? Interest, individual interest of becoming better. I think the Americans push their kids a little bit more in sports than Swedes does. Yeah, if you think it's fun, let's go for it. But otherwise than that, yeah, do it just because it's good for you. So how here we are, all of us as well. How do you share cheer? Cheer for your country. How do you uh, encourage and follow them? So I did something yesterday that I thought was kind of fun. I um had to do my nails, um, which I have to do for medical reasons, but it also gives me opportunity to express myself a little bit. So I painted my um, nails yellow and blue. Um, I put up a finger. For those of you who, who are on YouTube, you can see me because I hold them up right now. But for those of you on the podcast, um, in the bottom of the nails are blue and the top of it is yellow. Um, that's my way of cheering for Sweden and, and hoping that they do well in the Olympics, as well as I'm wearing a Swedish tank top right now, um, recording this. I don't know why, but I, I just did. I had another Swedish American t-shirt on last week when I was talking to Tona and she says hi, by the way. Um, so that's my little way of, um, sharing for Sweden and hoping and trying to bring them up. Um, it is kind of hard to not root for us i do root for us but sweden is such a smaller country so every advancement sweden does in any sport i am so happy for them simply because they are undercomer right off the bat i think it's like sailing is one of our bigger uh sports uh swimming um but we didn't do that well due to injuries and god knows what um I think we have a shooter that's not too bad either. I'm not really sure. Um, but but other than that, Swedish is not expected to win any medals in a summer game. We're more of a winner game um, country. That's where when we come to skiing, to skating, to all that kind of stuff, that's when we we rock and roll. We have snow in the winter, so... What do you expect, right? So, yeah. Um, but how, how do you root for your country? It doesn't even have to be Sweden. Um, maybe it's any other country. I don't know where you're from. Let us know where you're from. It's fun to know. Fun to know how people also ended up listening or watching this podcast. Um, weird stuff. How you fall or find stuff uh, like that. <laughs> August is coming. I cannot believe that. It's it's just crazy. Where did this year go? It's already August. That's the eighth month of this year. Like before we know it, it's going to be Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year and 2022. Um, ooh. Uh, but with August... Um, comes a little bit more heat here in, in Texas, uh, but we're getting towards the fall. We kind of see the end of the this temperature heat wave and um, less sweating. Uh, but in Sweden, we start the crawfish season. And for those of you who like crawfish, 
this is the season to go to Sweden, I'm telling you, because they have crawfish parties. Um, and crawfish parties are having hats and we at midsummer we were talking about this with Nubevisa drinking songs and the aquavit and, and all that kind of stuff. Um that comes back on these parties. It's it's not a holiday, it's just a fun thing we do. a um, fun way of amuse ourselves, get together, uh, eat good food, etc. etc. Um so so it's just a fun time. Um and and we just eat crawfish a lot of it a lot of it and it's delicious for those of y'all that can eat it um i learned when i grew up personally i i didn't like it and then i got some food that was really really delicious i loved it and it was crawfish and i started eating it and then i was allergic <laughs> So it turned out to not be a good idea for me to eat it. So I can't. I'll have to eat the meatballs. I'm the meatball girl again. Um, but with the parties and the hats and the songs and God knows what, um, there might be an American uh, club or whatever that has a crawfish party. Attend it. School is going back. Sweden is now coming back to normal. Uh, vacation is over and all businesses and uh, institutions are going back open. Um, so slowly the, the country will reopen from vacation. It's a little bit slow start because everybody been off for four plus weeks. So yeah. Ooh. Um, sure, school is back here too. I don't know what day school starts in Sweden. Here, I think it's like mid-August. I think here locally, it's like 16th of August, I read somewhere. Um, but of course, that variates depending on where in the state and where in the country you are um, on when you left school. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit more about these crawfish parties later on because um, it's, it's a fun time uh, to eat those little. Do you eat them? Let us know. So to end this um, sweet little podcast of this week, the word of the week is, I'm going to try to use some words that you can actually use. And one word um, that we say every day is good morning, right? Uh, in Sweden, we don't really say good morning in the way we do here in US, but we do. It, it's weird. But good morning in Swedish is god morgon. Good morgon. So good is good, morning, morgon, morgon. Maybe you can use that. If you want to see all the other words that we've used in previous podcasts, go on the website and um, up there is the word of the week. So uh, go there and, and you will be able to find uh, all of them. And you can also find on the website the all the podcasts in chronology in order of when it came out i can't even say the word um so so um yeah check it out i have a lot of fun ideas coming out but that's the um podcast for this week i hope you keep on following um both the swedish and the u.s uh teams in the olympics i hope you have a great time and beat the heat drink a lot of fluids um 
if you're still on vacation, have a great end of vacation. If you maybe you're just going on to vacation, well, congratulations to you. I don't. I won't have a vacation, um, but that's fine. I had my vacation in February, so um, we'll see what we come up with. And until next week, I hope you follow our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and here on YouTube, and Twitter now as well. And until next week, I hope you have a great week. Take care of yourself, stay cool, and drink a lot of fluids. Have a good week. Bye-bye.